on today's Midcourt Madness. Big, since the last time we potted, there has been some drama. I'm not going to say drama. Just a, just a shitstorm of stuff in the bas- college basketball coaching world. Um, just last night, the NBA draft happened. So we'll touch on that. See, I don't know. Who, who who got a good fit for their team based on uh based on the, who they drafted? Um, early indicators: the Miami Heat with your boy Jaime Jaquez. Uh, good selection there. Um, and then yeah, there's still there's still some players in the portal. Um, some uh players going in there because of Huggy Bear getting fired. So uh, we'll get into all that right after this. All right, Biggs. I have to ask, how you doing? Um, I know it's uh, one week. It's almost a week exactly to the start of my wedding ceremony, and not too long after that ceremony will uh, will be your best man speech. Are you getting ready for that? How you feeling? What what times What times that expected to be at? Uh, I think dinner starts at six. People get done eating. I don't know, six forty-five. I would guess. I don't know. 630, 645, something like that. All right. Okay. So I've got about a week and three hours, let's say. To write it? Are you writing? Are you are you gonna have it memorized or are you gonna have like have it on your phone and read it that way? Note cards. I'm not gonna read it on my phone. I'm a projector a, screen in the back of the in the back of the room that you can read from? Yeah, I won't have a teleprompter. My my guess is my guess is I'll have maybe like a like a note card with just some outlined things okay. that I gotta you know, I'm not going to have it word for word or something like that, but yeah, um, you know, I'll try to have an outline. You know, here's some here's some key points we're going to hit on, and uh, how are we going how are we going to start this thing, how are we going to close this thing, how are we going to tie it all together. There yeah, you go, little, little essay outline. I love it. I'm excited for it. You know, but but the big key, really, I mean, do, does anybody want to listen to me talk? I mean, besides you, of course. <laughs> I love listening to myself talk. Obviously, here and, we are. But and um, and your son. Yeah, I don't even know if he likes to, as long as I'm feeding okay. him, he's cool. But, you know, we'll have thousands upon thousands of people there who will just be expecting to, like, let's Not get true. out and party there. Big, big, it's like do- dozens like, upon dozens. Dozens of people. Like, let's let's get this party started. Don't sit up here and talk. So, gotcha. you know, the big thing, am I supposed to introduce myself? Because that's always a thing you get at weddings. Like, the best man, like, introduce himself. Like, no one knows who that is. Like, uh, just say big. Like, hey, I'm, I'm me. Everyone's like, yeah, we know. Should I give you an in- intro? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you ever you, if you ever ever listen to Pat McAfee, but he <laughs> just gives like crazy intros whenever he's introducing someone on his show. Just just goes through their entire like he, like, yeah, it, basically exactly every award they've ever received. That's outstanding. And so I'll be like, this is a co-host of the Midcourt Madness podcast. Uh, he is a music teacher in South Dakota, or not music teacher, English teacher. Um, Biggs. I like it. And then okay. millions of people will be applauding. Perfect. 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 All right. What should we start with here, Biggs? I know we can talk about the draft. Uh, we can talk about some of the coaching changes here. We can talk about the random college basketball player of the week. What do you want first? It's your show. I want to start with I, – I, I really want to see – I'm, like, intrigued by if you're going to get this random college basketball player. All right. So I want to start with that. Okay. You ready? Uh-huh. <clears throat> All right, this player 
played in the SEC. The SEC. SEC. His college ac- accolades included SEC All Defensive Team and Second Team All SEC. So he had he had some awards. Went undrafted, but has so far in his career has been a solid role player in my opinion on two different NBA teams. Okay. Okay. This player, in my opinion, and like so, you'll have to like figure out like what do I talk about a lot when 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 it comes to this. This player wears an accessory while playing that gives him a lot of swag. Okay. Okay. You have any idea? Probably headband for sure. (laughs) There you go. This one, I'm not sure this is gonna give it away, but. A few years ago, there is a NCAA tournament game. Damn. You, you are always safe in your home, Biggs. <laughs> the whole neighborhood is safe. You know, no one's sneaking up on this place. <laughs> a few years ago, there's an NCAA tournament game where a team came back down 12 with about 44 seconds remaining and won the game. This player was a member of the winning team. Of the winning team? Yes. Do you know which game I'm talking about? Okay. Down 12. Came back. He was an SEC guy. Yep. I do have one more. Cause like that, that was five. I, I want to make this one tough because you've gotten both of them so far. He's been a nice, he's been a nice NBA player. Okay, give me the last one. So you you you, you can't. Do, do you know the game I'm talking about? How long, how many years? No, I do not. But I I, mean, I think it was like 2016 or 2017. So it's been a few years. Bobby Portis. Nope, not not the right team. Okay. He's only played on. Well, no, he's played on like three games. But okay. Okay, so this player at both of his NBA teams has been teammates with Lonzo Ball. Alex Caruso. Yep. Texas A&M against Northern Iowa from a few years ago. Do you remember that game? Yeah. It was um, – God, I remember it. I don't remember who won. It was – A&M. He was on the winning team. I just told you that. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He wasn't on the team that beat Carolina, was he? Was that – did they beat Carolina before or after that year? No, they beat him like 2018. So okay, I remember they had they had Tyler Davis, they had DJ Hogg. Well, they, they had another on that team with Caruso. Who is the other big guy besides Tyler Davis? But what Robert Williams, right? Robert Williams. Yep. yep, yep. DJ Hogg was pretty good for them. Oh yeah, that was a that was a meh Texas A and M team. But I like that Tyler Davis. He reminded me of Sean May. He wasn't yeah. as he didn't end up being as good because he left kind of too early. He's one of those guys, but yep. Look at me. I, I finally got you. Well, on the ball thing definitely gave it away. Plus the headband and plus and also yeah. But thanks. You, I, I I win that one. Fair enough. It took yeah. me to six. Yeah, it took me to six hints. <laughs> All right, Biggs. Let's get into the meat of the show. Um, since the last pod, um, Huggy Bear. 
fired for being absolutely wasted. Um, if I remember correctly, he blew a point two one, which I think in most areas where they have like a legal limit, which I think is all areas, maybe. I think that's usually point zero eight. So this is triple what the legal limit is everywhere. And by just the stories that you've heard, like he couldn't explain basically like the last few hours of the day. Now it was like daytime though. It was like seven o'clock. Right? Yeah. It was like seven or 8 PM. Yeah. And he was, he thought he was one place. He was literally like an hour elsewhere. Um, not a good look. And yeah, West Virginia, especially after, you know, this isn't his first strike, even just this off season. So definitely had to, uh, <laughs> they definitely made the right decision letting him go. Yeah. Um, definitely gives a, I, I, I hate when someone who seemingly like was a good coach, like, outside of all these off the course stuff has an ending like this. That's sad. Uh, it's too you bad. know? Yeah. Um, but no, do you have any thoughts on it? I mean, we can move on from it too, but obviously there's going to be some ramifications that we can get into also. Well, I feel like we have to, we have to make sure everyone in the audience knows that we do hope he gets help. You know, that, that is like a necessary thing. We cannot get through this without saying, I hope he gets help. I just want yep. everyone to know that. Um, if anybody, anybody takes anything from this thing, remember it's that I hope he gets help. Because also, I am emotionally invested in Bob Huggins and making sure he gets help. Um, also, we should probably mention that we are an anti-breaking the laws podcast. Okay, yeah, you can't yeah. do it. Just Follow the rules. Make sure it's not I tough. Personally, I personally hope he gets help. So yeah, um, yep. but at the same time, Uber is a thing. Uber is a thing. Bigs, Lyft is a thing. Yep. Texting your buddy to come pick me up at whatever bar I'm wasted at is a thing. Yep. No excuses. John, I actually don't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then also, uh, or let's continue on. I, what's that? Don't drive near me. <laughs> my family. Oh my gosh. You're so awful. <laughs> I hate when people do that though. Every single friggin' show and podcast you listen to, let's, let's just make sure we know that this is unacceptable behavior and we hope that the man gets help. It's just sad. It's like, yeah, we fucking get it. Can we but just talk about Bob Hoggins? Like, you don't need to get up on the moral high horse. Like, the whole, when, when something bad happens to an athlete, I hope it works out for him. It's like, no, you fucking don't. Who cares? Biggs, so, these, these are 24-hour, round-the-clock sports shows. They need something to talk about. I know. They need to do, well, they need to do the, like, the, the virtue kind of, like, my moral high horse. I'm, I'm, I'm a good person, and, like, that's the most important thing. It's like, yeah, we fucking know. We get it. <laughs> Really, it's the like, biggest thing is like, just don't drive, don't drink and drive near me. You know, just don't, don't find your way over to South Dakota thinking you're in Ohio. Like that'd be cool. He, if, God, it's possible. If, if he wasn't caught and he went like three more hours, that that may have happened. He well, could have been on your. He was he heading west or east? I don't know. I don't. Because a great geography mind, dude. So I, I, I don't have Google Maps pulled up right now. But you're an English mind. Like, let's see. He thought he was in Cincinnati and he was in. No. Somewhere in Ohio, I thought he was. Yeah, which one? He thought he was in Cincinnati. I guess. Oh no, he was in Pittsburgh. He thought he was in Cincinnati. Well, I think there was like a due east. Was there like an AAU tournament in Pittsburgh or something like that? And he was there. Which, I mean, don't they usually go? Because from the sounds of it, he must have to leave that tournament at like 10 a.m. or something. Like, yeah, this timeline isn't adding up. And frankly, I'm not believing it. No. I don't know, man. Bob Huggins kind of died to me like when the Press Virginia thing died like three, four years ago. They've been kind of just – he's been just kind of outside of my consciousness. Like I know he's there. He's a nice coach. 
West Virginia just hasn't really been the same team since Press Virginia. And, uh, yeah, now he goes quietly into the night. Yeah. Have they hired anyone yet? Nope. Have. Nope. So you it's a gotta... season on basically their entire roster. Yeah, because I see – I know you said off show Kirk Creasa went in. I'm not seeing him in the transfer portal yet. I do see Trey Mitchell as going in there today. Yep. Um, yeah, you got to expect there to be a mass exodus of some players, depending, sure. especially, especially like, do they, ha- like, do you think they have to almost promote with, from within there? You're not going to find a quality coach outside the program at this point. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they will or not. That, that would make sense just because I don't know. It's hard to find a coach this late in the game that's going to leave their team. Coaches are probably trying to assemble their rosters and they probably are okay with it. Unless you're finding a coach that's in a program that's not in a great spot, but are you wanting to hire a coach from a program that's on a great spot? I get, so it would make sense to just hire within, try to get like the, the one year bandaid kind of thing. But um, yeah, either way, I think West Virginia, it's going to be a, a, a rough scene for West Virginia here. It's kind of, I think uh, I've heard the comparison maybe a little bit to like the Louisville situation a few years ago when Patino was was gone late in the game and they just went with David Padgett for a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that Louisville team was kind of ho-hum. And that's what I would expect. I would expect this West Virginia team in the transfer portal era now to be even worse. I mean, that thing's going to get stripped down to the studs. Like, I would assume Kirk Creesa, I would assume Trey Mitchell, I would assume Joe Toussaint. I would assume Jesse Edwards. I would assume Jose Perez. I mean, like all all the dudes that like are worth something, probably getting their phones are probably blowing up here than they have been for the last week. So, yeah. I mean, all the steam is that Trey Mitchell is going to go to Kentucky. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know about Kirk Risa. That's an interesting one. I, I'm sure like Illinois would be in the mix. I'm sure there's some other teams that that really need a point guard or some guard star teams. Maybe he goes back to Arizona and plays with him and Caleb Love and just blows up their coach's brain. <laughs> you know, amazing. Um, you know, Jose Perez, maybe he goes to uh, maybe like a St. John's. That would make a lot of sense. Messiello's at St. John's now as an assistant for Patino. That'd be interesting. I don't know. I don't know with all the rules in terms of if guys have transferred already once, do they have to sit out? I know there's like a, they reopen the portal or whatever, but do these guys then have to sit? I, and, and, and even if they don't, they'd probably go for a waiver, that, which they'd probably win. But, like, the NCAA is, like, notoriously slow with some of those waiver decisions. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it gives us a little bit of an intrigue for what's to come here from, like, an ancillary level in late June, which is not something that's typical for college basketball. Yep. All right. And then um, other coaching news. We don't have to talk about this one as much, but – Penny Hardaway suspended three games for some recruiting violations. At this point, I just kind of assume Penny Hardaway is always having recruiting violations. So this really, just really doesn't surprise me. How do you commit recruiting violations nowadays? Like, how is that even possible? Um, I had to look it up because all that I knew about the recruiting violations is that it happened. I didn't know the details. So apparently it says he committed recruiting violations when they participated in two impermissible in-home recruiting visits with the prospect during his junior year of high school. Are you only able to go in the home during the senior year? Is that what I'm reading this? I don't know. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. So boom, we solved it. Scumbag. Okay. Perfect. Uh, you're going to well be good at it. Memphis won't even be that good this year. Well, here's my question. If his name was 
like Fred Hardaway, would he would we even care that he committed recruiting violations? Or is it just because it's Penny? Oh, it's it's Penny. Of course it is. Yeah. People okay. are just yeah. obsessed with Penny for some reason because it's yeah. Penny. Yeah, exactly. His name is <laughs> Anne for me. That is his name. It's crazy to me. I know. It's crazy to me. Yeah. Why do you go from Anthony to Penny? I don't know. Because, yeah, he doesn't even, like, drop pennies on the basketball court. He drops dimes, right? Is there any chance that at some point he was introducing himself as Anthony and somehow someone misunderstood it so bad that they thought he said Penny? And he just kind of went with it, like and Chandler just, and it, Friends, who they, they call him Tobin or Toby or whatever? Exactly, yeah. Great show. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I believe it. <laughs> Um, let's see. So that's the coaching, uh, wrap up. Yeah. We'll call that, call it that. Um, moving on. So I know there isn't a ton of transfer portal commits, um, as of recently, um, since last time we caught it, I know the two that really come to my mind bigs are Grant Nelson, um, to, uh, and to, I almost said to NDSU to Bama from NDSU and, uh, Arthur, where did Arthur Kluma go? I have his name right now and I can't remember where he was. K State. Um, now my my friend texted me because do you know the for NDSU, do you know like the site Bisonville? Is that what it's called? Where it's like a forum site where fans can go post stuff. Sure. He had read that there's something I don't know if it's kind of similar to the Caleb Love thing, but there's something where maybe he does Grant Nelson didn't have enough transfer credits. Now I haven't seen it anywhere else, so I doubt it's a credible source, but have you heard anything at all? No. Okay. So how do you think his fit is? My guess is uh, Bama, probably not that hard to get into. You don't think so? I can't imagine. Is, is that the Georgia in you? Yeah, probably. No, yeah. I mean, I just, I just assume all SEC schools are like that. Yeah. Sure, Georgia's pretty darn easy to get into, too. You should give it a shot. They know, they know they're playing school. They're down there playing ball. <laughs> so which... Uh, Winning natty titles where they're at it. Which player do you think will have a bigger impact on their new team. Did you know that Georgia actually just picked up the number one quarterback-rated prospect in the 2024 class? His name is Dylan Riola. Do you remember Dominic Riola, the center from the Lions back in the day? It sounds familiar. Dominic Riola. He was going mean, to – So he, he, Detroit had like eight good players, and Dominic Riola was one of them, just a nasty center when they had Stafford. So he has a brother who is a prodigy at quarterback. A center has a bro- brother who's a prodigy at quarterback. His son. Oh, it's his son. I yeah, got gotcha, you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. His son is his son is uh yep committed to go to Georgia. Stafford apparently helped uh, recruit him there because Stafford went to Georgia. Wait, so did Riola play with Stafford? Yeah. You said he played with Stafford, so that must have been on the back end of his career then. Yeah, and like, Riola and like the front end of Stafford's career. I bet you Riola retired. Oh, let's call it six, seven years ago. So that's that probably, He's probably like so did he have like a full career? Like, so he could be like 41, 42 right now? Yeah. Right? Possibly. Yeah, with a 17 year That adds up. Yeah. That adds up. Yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So some nice recruiting news for Georgia. They just, they needed a recruiting win, man. They finally got one. <laughs> Add it to their trophy. More impactful transfer, Grant Nelson or Kaluma? Probably Grant Nelson. You think so? I tend to think he's going to be in a role where he doesn't have to like be as important. I think Bama has like more firepower around him, you know, so he's going to be allowed to play a more simplified role. And that's what, I mean, 
from what I heard, like the the NBA draft combine stuff, he was pretty unimpressive. He was basically just a just a pick and pop big guy. Uh, none of those events don't really serve well for like big guys who don't have the ball. They're very catered to like shot happy shot happy scoring guards who all think they're like Allen Iverson. But I think at Alabama he'll have he'll have a bunch of. I'm impressed with your potting skills right now while holding your son. Struggling. He's been a been a bit of a crab today. He doesn't want to take <laughs> it. He just keeps whining. I don't know what he wants. <laughs> I'll take the mic from here while you figure that out. So I'm trying to see like who's gonna be even gonna be on the roster. So some incoming we'll transfers. Back. We'll have Sears back. We'll have Riley yep. Griffin back. Um, Aaron Estrada coming in. Who's the guard that they added? They added, I think, Estrada. Estrada. Yep. Yeah, so that's a that's a decent little quartet of guards who I assume will try to push the tempo and get shots up, and Grant Nelson will be in a role where he'll be asked to basically be a defensive anchor, which I think he probably can do okay in that role, and yep. and be a guy who pick and pops and gets to shoot a bunch of threes and showcases that part of his game for NBA scouts. Yeah. So then can they make up the loss of, obviously – Oh, I forgot they got Jaron Stevenson. He's on my list yep. too. Uh, reclassified guy. So um, what do you think about, obviously, Brandon Miller, you know, going off to the NBA, just getting drafted last night. Um, this an area where do you think it's kind of an Ewing, Ewing theory type situation or where, you know, maybe everyone around them gets better and you don't have that focal point as the center of your offense and everyone else can kind of, you know, build on their skills? Or do you think they're going to feel that loss? Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be worse. It's hard not to be when they were they were like the number one team in the country. Basically. They were, they, but they lost in Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, but I mean they were they were awesome all year, yeah. right? They were like a top five team basically all season. I I wouldn't assume they'll be that good. Yep. I think they're at the point now where they're probably going to be okay. But I mean the big thing with Alabama over the last like let's call this Nate Oates run like it's been like a four year run and they've had two really good years where they've gotten to the Sweet 16 and they've been ranked and they've won the SEC tournament and they've had two meh years. The two really good years, really the, the big difference for them is an offense. It's They don't have trouble. They're going to they're gonna play a very – like you know exactly the style that they're going to play. They're going to play fast. They're going to shoot a ton of threes. They're going to press the rim. Um, the year that they were good, they had Herb Jones. Yep. as was like an elite-level defender. And last year – they had size all across the front court. Betty Yako and Noah Clowney, Brandon Miller. That's a big front line. I don't know if they've got that size. Like, their backcourt's small. I don't think their front court's anywhere near as big. So, like, I think the big challenge will be, like, can they actually guard anybody? I, I, I'm sure they'll score. You know, they'll, they'll put up points. They'll put up shots. They'll put up points. Um, the question will be, can they defend anybody? Which I would anticipate them not being able to defend as well. So I think they'll be okay, but not as good. Yeah. All right. Now let me see if I can find a – I want to see how the um, Arthur Kaluma news will affect Kansas State. So I'm going to see if I can find a roster for them. Well, they've added they've added a couple of nice pieces. Like they got Tyler Perry from North Texas. They basically went just like the diet version of Marquise Noel and, and Keontae Johnson with Tyler Perry and, uh, and Kaluma. So – they kept Tomlin, which is a nice keep. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other guys on their team. Okay, I I, I recognize this game, I'm not, and I don't know how to pronounce it. David Gessen, 
Is that how you pronounce it? But it has an N. Was he a role player for them last year, maybe? I don't think so. It Was he? I, st- I swear he was at an ACC school at some point. Is he somewhere else? Yeah, let me see. Oh, Virginia Tech? Is that right? Okay. Yeah, he's at Virginia Tech. I uh, see he's on the team. Um, Arthur Kluma. Who's the guy who kept transferring around to all the other schools, like all the Arkansas schools? Is it Desi Stills? I don't see him on the roster. I see Naquan Tomlin. I remember him. Yep, he was a good he was a good piece for them. Yes, I see Tomlin, Kaluma. I'm trying to like figure out a lineup here. You mentioned Tyler Perry. Um, there's a solid three man start there. Um, yeah, I wonder if they wonder if they're still in the portal trying to find someone. Well, they probably have some recruits as well. That's a, that's another avenue where you add players now. So like they probably might. Have oh, that's right. Or some young guys that were role players last year who just weren't in. You know, I don't remember all of the guys that they had. It was really everybody knows about Noel and Keontae Johnson. I don't remember some of the other. Ishmael Masood, remember him, the shooter? Yeah, he transferred. Georgetown. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it, for Kaluma, it's I don't know. This like, one is a college maybe, basketball maybe, thing. Maybe he wanted bumps me out. Maybe he wanted a place where he can really stand out, and this might give him that opportunity. Yeah, and uh, honestly, that's a that's a that's a hashtag bet on yourself move because. I don't think, you know, listening to listen to some other analysts kind of talk about the loss, they don't think Creighton's going to feel that one as much because he's, like, when Creighton is going, the ball's moving, they've got a bunch of guys who can pass, they got a bunch of guys who can dribble, they got a bunch of guys who can shoot, they got a bunch of triple threats on the floor. And Kaluma is kind of a black hole, not a great handler, not a great shooter, but, like, he's a, he's a very, like, power-based, straight-line drive type guy, right? Like, he's 6'7", he's big and strong. Like, you see that part of his game. He can really excel. But, like, I think in Kansas State, I'm wondering if he's hoping that he can showcase more of the, hey, I can I can be a shooter. I can, I can handle the ball. I can be a creator. Um, I don't understand why, if you can do that stuff, you couldn't do it at Creighton. But, um, you know, hey, he gets to go test himself in probably the best league in the country in the Big 12. And, We'll see. I, I think there's a there's a very big chance like that that could be kind of a boomer bust thing. Like if he plays well, it's like damn, like that's really good for your stock. But he could also get exposed, I think, playing on a team where he's required to do more. You know what I mean? Yep. I hear you there. So not sure if you have anything else on those guys. Um I know we can kind of go through um the remaining portal guys, which I feel I feel sad for some of these guys because some of these are only on here because they're not going to get picked up by anyone. I would imagine, maybe, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but we mentioned Trey Mitchell, Chandler Lawson, uh, from Memphis is in there. Um, Paul McKay, Rutgers, still in the portal. Yeah, the 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 word is that he's like I think Washington was apparently the favorite, which is like just a giant why. Like I I just don't understand. I think some it's just such the culture, John. I think guys are just. They just they got they got rambling souls. Like guys just don't want to be on the same team for yeah. for that long. Even if the team they're going to is just like a lateral or or down move. Like what does Paul Mulcahy not get to do at Rutgers that he's gonna to get to do at Washington? You know what I mean? Like shoot at every possession. He's gonna to get to do that at Rutgers. Like they they're <laughs> just gonna they're just gonna shoot it, I guess, a lot less because they play so slow. But like I just I, I guess I just don't get it. It's just odd. It's like you're just reshuffling deck chairs and I I, I just that's the part of the transfer portal that I'll just never really understand is like why it's, 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 I think now the modern athlete, like they're just, 
it's kind of like, you know, you hear about uh, how young people now are renting a lot more than buying houses because we are a transient, you know, generation. People, people don't want to stay attached and tied down to things as long. And I think that's college basketball athletes. Like, just don't want to stay in the same program for that long. They want to see something new. And I guess, hey, I can't fault him if he wants to go out to Washington. I mean, Seattle's amazing. So, you know, more power to him, but uh, your team's going to suck. So, I guess your team might suck if you're at Rutgers, though, too. So, yeah. You know, hey, live and let live, Paul. You, 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 you go give him hell. <laughs> I love that analysis. Uh, let's see. TJ Moss, I see. Mac Etienne. Remember him? Was it? Wasn't? Did he punch someone at UCLA's first year? You you mention this every time you mention Mac Etienne. You're okay, like, perfect. Etienne? Is that the guy who got in the fight with somebody? Or who fight with someone? <laughs> well, what's the other thing? I, what, what's the other thing? Oh, the other thing I always do is uh, Fran McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah the sweet you know 16. that he hasn't never gotten to the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Grant Nelson is still listed as an uncommitted transfer on here. That's weird. Mm. Lazy. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, do they have to go on here and say they committed? I don't know. Just ask Rothstein. Yeah, like like they're or Trilly they're in- Donovan. Trilly Donovan's the one who knows everything now. He's got <laughs> he's got juice on everybody. But I mean, there's people on who here who are like they declared. There's a Thomas Oosterbroke from Miami went in the portal on April twentieth. That's two fantastic. star two star portal guy. It's like you're not going anywhere, buddy. No, you're gonna you're barely gonna play. But hey, you go to Miami. I mean. Scenery down there, I bet, is pretty good. Yeah, there's a five star that went in the portal April nineteenth. A Alex Chiku from Rhode Island. Do you know that name? Nope. I've never heard the name. They list him as a five star on here. Wow, that's probably a uh, a clerical error. I want to see what like <laughs> could be. I want to see what like the first date on here of available transfer. John, did you watch the NBA draft on uh, on Thursday night? A little. A little enough to uh, be, to be able to text you a, a little bit of analysis. Did you see the beginning of it where the the random chick like came out in front of the desk and like was showing us how to do a jump stop and how difficult that would be for a seven foot five guy versus a versus like a five foot five gal, however tall she is. I don't know. Missed that part. I did not see. Yeah. Oh I missed my that. god! You should you should go back and watch. That. Was it hashtag oh. analysis? Ridiculous! One of the most ridiculous <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. I was like, what in the hell am I watching? JJ Redick and Jay Billis. Who, hey, you know what? Seeing them be miserable is is a little good for my soul. But also, like, they were just, they were, I think, appalled. They were like, what are we doing out here right now? What is this shit? ESPN, get it together. <laughs> it. What what are we doing? Yeah. Do you have any takeaways from the draft? I know um, I can just kind of go through some of the notable college players that got drafted. Here's a question. Who is either, like, a second-round pick or an undrafted guy who you can th- who you think will have like the greatest impact on a team, like kind of like obviously like Nikola Jokic is like the what like the lowest drafted player to ever win the MVP. Like who is like a guy later in the draft who you think could make a very good impact in the NBA? Second, second round guy that I that I like. Yeah. Well, that, I, I can I can go through some of them here. Yeah, I mean, I mean I name off some as names. A, as a Wolves fan, like we didn't have any first round picks, so I'm watching the draft, kind of thinking, like, all right, like, I know what I'm to expect here. I'm, I got a batch of them that I'm hoping fall to the T Wolves, and uh, uh, they got Jalen Clark, which I'm excited about. You know, he's going to basically probably take like a redshirt year his first year, but like he could be an impactful defender and maybe a rotation guy. Uh, I was hoping Jordan Miller would fall to him, the Miami swingman. You know, mm-hmm. he went like where did he get picked? He got picked. 
48, 49. I don't even remember who he got picked by. I just saw it and I was like, yeah, damn. 48. Clippers. I was, I was really hoping he would fall to us because I, I like I just like the way that dude plays. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time. Like I can never tell. Like some guys are just trash as hell in college and they turn into good NBA players. Some guys are great in college and don't turn into anything in the NBA. So like I don't pretend to understand how those two games are just so different. Um, you know, and, and also there's there's still a ton of development to be had. Some guys learn how to shoot. Some guys don't need to learn how to shoot. You know, but I like Jordan Miller a ton. Um, yeah. I was hoping, uh, I was hoping he would, he would get to Minnesota and he didn't, um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that I thought were, uh, were intriguing. <clears throat> um, I see, uh, who, who, the one, who's the one I saw? Oh, your wife will love this. Um, Jordan Walsh. Yeah. Going to Boston Kings. Yeah. Yeah. I told her about that. I, I, she was excited. Oh, I, I didn't see the trade to Celtics. I said, so Kings drafted him originally trade to Celtics. I see that now. Yeah. All the um, trades, it's a <laughs> okay. So I've got the second round fold up. 31 through 40, all of them say traded to it's elsewhere. Just trades for days. Dear ESPN God. doesn't know how to track it. It's the NBA. It's stupid. But why do they do that? It's like know. a new every league year, year type thing. Like every year after the draft, all the talk is like, like half the, half the conversation is about why the NBA consistently can't fix this. Cause guys go out and wear different fucking hats and it's a mm-hmm. mess. Yep. Um, also, you know what we definitely don't have enough of is moms telling us how great their sons are at basketball mm. or at life or how good of people they are. I definitely feel better about Brandon Miller knowing that his dad said he's a good person. Um, Did you know that some of these players like literally just pick, pick, pick up the ball when they're like one year old? Some of them even like go, go to bed with a basketball, which yeah. did you ever do that? That seems so weird to me. I'm sorry. It, it just does. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, like, that's not safe sleep. You're not what happens if like you're like rolling around and it's like you just hit this basketball? Like, right, do you not, roll over on top of it and then like you're you're kind of just like arched over it? It's like I don't get it. Not good for your back. So no, you know, yeah. but, you know the moms just the mom and dads just telling us about their kids really added a lot to the night. Um, God, ESPN so bad, but <laughs> I can't believe I turned the channel. There were two. There were two. There were two of them. It's like one of them was. You know, the whole fucking time they're not actually talking about the players getting drafted. It's just, hey, tell us about tell us about your son. What does it mean for your son to get drafted here? You know, like that crap. And in the end, like, whoa, look at the suits they're wearing. Which, hey, you know what, my guy Jaime Hawkes. I was gonna say Grady Dick. Grady Dick looked fucking ridiculous. It was literally a walking. <laughs> I would not draft that dude. I would have been like, nope, you're not getting drafted now. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, I liked, I liked, I liked uh, Jaime Hawkes's look. It was subtle. And I like Jordan Hawkins look like he, he had a, he had a, he had a sharp, but subtle look too. I, I don't appreciate the guys that wear the suits that scream. Look at me that we already are looking at you. The night's about yeah. you. You don't need a suit that screams. Look at me, please. <laughs> for the love of God, give me attention. Uh, but that's kind of what the NBA draft is. Feels like, I don't know. Doesn't that feel like what the NBA kind of is, is like, Hey, how can I get more attention on myself? I think we need to start a new segment where it, it's just, what does Biggs want to bitch about today? This feels good to get off my chest. I do this at today. Yeah. She's usually sleeping by the time I'm doing it. So like, you know, it falls on deaf ears. And then I talk to Vince about it and he just, uh, he's well, like, dude, I got poop in my diapers. So please just, well, me, you know, with Danae, like there's no way she's intelligent enough to even understand what you're even saying. So no, she's like, Hey, tell me about the guy who has no hair on his body. And I was like, he got drafted by the Celtics. And she's like, Oh, that's cool. What about, well, what about- no, 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 no. He got drafted. And trade it. He got drafted by the Kings and traded to the Celtics. Yeah. Well, she wanted. She really wanted to know where Sonogo was going to get picked because she really he likes didn't. him too for some reason. And I was like, he's probably not going to get drafted. She's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, what about Timmy? 
she was she was dragging a little bit, but I was like, you're such a college basketball fan. I love it. But you know, she likes to think that she likes to pretend she's not, but she knows some of these players. <laughs> she's like, Timmy's That's... not gonna get picked. Isn't he like a fifth year, six year senior? And I'm just like, You are such a casual. <laughs> you know? Here's a question. Did you know the name Taylor Hendricks during last year's college basketball season? No, no. I, I didn't, didn't either. You know, I, I loved uh, – that was another one that, that made me chuckle. Like, when they drafted him, you know, the, the announcers talking about it, it's like, yeah, like he had offers from Florida, he had offers from Miami. He chose to bet on himself, pave his own path, and go to UCF. <laughs> and I was like, great job. I bet he loved not playing in the Elite Eight with Miami or not getting to the Final Four and playing at UC fucking F. Great job, Taylor. <laughs> you pave your own path. What a moron. That felt good to get off my chest, too. Thanks. Holy crap. This is – I mean, seriously, uh, though. Hey, let me broadcast the world that I chose to actually play on a shitty team rather than play for Miami. They got to the final four. What are we doing? Why does yeah. no one ask that question? You know what else I also love? My first takeaway, the guy chose to not play on a good team. <laughs> Miami could have used them, too. I don't think they would have beat UConn in the final four, but like. So, and like, is he from that area? Do you know? Yeah, he must be. I mean, he must be from that floor. So they should turn on him because if they had him, maybe they win it all. Right. That's the thing. Maybe they could have. Yeah. yeah. But Really sad well, story, if you really power. think about it. Yeah, he wanted to play for UCF and pave his own path. Yeah. Another sad story. Michigan has two, nearly two lottery picks and an All-American in Hunter Dickinson. Didn't make the tournament last year. Yeah. Yeah, that was they were one of the more disappointing teams around the country last year, and, and I think that that Jet Howard pick was one of the more that was met with the most like what the hell like yeah. this guy shouldn't have been a top fifteen pick or whatever. I don't know. He was was he that good last year for them? He didn't stand out to me. No, like he 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 averaged like fourteen a game, but like he's six eight, and I think he averaged like two and a half rebounds. Yep, like the ultimate just out here to shoot guy. It's like hey, they talk about how he's like big and he's. He's, he's got this great size. And it's like, well, what's the point of being 6'8 if you're not going to actually use your size to do anything? You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess I don't understand it. Like, that's the thing about the NBA that I just struggle with, with, like, the, st- the stretch fives. It's like, like, you'll see big guys who can shoot, but it's like, you can guard them with a small guy. So what difference does it make? Yep. What's the point of being big if you can just guard them with a small guy? That's what I like about Jokic is, like, you try putting a small guy on him, and he goes and buries their ass underneath the basket. You try putting a big guy on him, then he can then he can stretch him out. But like you can't guard him with someone small. A lot of these big guys, it seems like you can guard with small guys. So I'm just bitching about NBA stuff right now, and it, it kind of feels good. I love it. I love it. Um, let's see who else we have. So another name I didn't know before last night, but who was a college basketball player, uh, Branded Podzimski from Santa Clara. Yeah, he start well. He started out at Illinois. Couldn't get off the bench basically at Illinois, and but he uh, bet on he bet on himself though. Biggs hashtag bet on yourself. Yeah, go play for Santa Clara and uh, and uh, hey, he was a top twenty pick, so good for him. Isn't that where Steve Nash played? What's that? Didn't Steve Nash play at Santa Clara? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. One of my facts for the day. For that, the- that, that, that's gonna be that's gonna be my new fact. Whenever we say Santa Clara, do you know how Steve Nash played there? Well, Jalen Williams went there too. Jalen Williams was a lottery pick last year and one of the top rookies in the league for the for OKC. So Santa not Clara. the same cachet as Steve Nash, though. NBA powerhouse, apparently. Yep. Santa Clara. NBA pipeline. Yep. Uh Ben Shepard, Belmont. That one that stands out to me a little bit. Yeah, I was excited. Uh, 
Amari Bailey mid second round to the Hornets from UCLA. GG Jackson. The guys that were big. I know Shibwe. I know Sonogo. I know Drew Timmy. Basically, it's a war on big guys. It's not a war on college basketball. It's a war. On, it's it's sizeism. Yep. Do you hate that? Do you, as as a big person, do you hate that? Yeah, I, I won't stand for this. This is garbage. I actually I, I understand it from an NBA perspective. Oscar Shibwe does not bring a lot to the table. I was surprised Trace Jackson Davis went as late as he did. He was like one hey, of the very last. Picks. He was the next to last pick. You know, and he's he's not a real tall guy, but like he's more dynamic. You know, he's a he's a good passer, and like he's not a great shooter, but like he's a mobile. I can see him carving out like a nice bench roll. I could see where Shibwe. I could see where Timmy. I guess I was a little surprised with Sonogo, but I don't think he's that tall. So I, I guess I get it with some of those guys. Isn't but, he? Um, I just don't understand why some of these guys don't stay in college. They know they're not going to get picked. You know, it doesn't matter. They I, have I to bet on themselves. Sonogo's like six eight. I just looked it up. He's six six nine. Six nine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. The other Murray, Chris Murray, gets drafted. Um. Not. Where did Keegan go? Did he go to the Kings? He got picked by Portland. The Kings were up next, apparently, and they would have probably taken him. So. No, no, no. Ke- Keegan Murray. Ke- Keegan. Oh, the old, yeah, did he go to Kings. Yep. He's the Kings? Yeah. So just more evidence as to how they're not twins. They're not on the same team. I know. How sick would that have been if they would have gotten drafted by the Kings? Like That would, yeah. that would be happy. Then they would be twins. But uh, it was for not. So now they're just brothers. Yeah, basically. Uh, all right. Do you have any other draft takeaways? We're not we're not NBA experts here by any means, or we're college basketball experts. experts. I barely watch the NBA. I really only watch it during the playoffs. Um, I watch it during the off season, a little bit during the during the regular season if I'm really bored. But you know, like a Friday night or something when there's not much college uh, inventory. But you know, I, I don't I don't really like the NBA, and I don't watch college basketball through an NBA draft lens like a lot of people I think do. Um, yeah, I didn't like this draft though either because it was a ton of overtime elite and G League Ignite. And it's just well, like, yeah, hey, don't go to college. It's like, hey, go to hell. If you look at the top ten, I see one, two, three, four, five. It's it's half and half as far as college versus not college players. Yeah. And, and then a lot of those guys though weren't even on good college teams. And Brandon Miller was on a really good one. Taylor Hendricks was not. Um. Jarris Walker was. Jarris Walker was like a role guy on a Houston team, so it's like they're they're not able to like. It's it's tough because we've talked about this basketball. Like the casual basketball fan, like needs individuals. We need big time stars. Nobody wants to hear Houston versus Virginia. It's we want to see LeBron versus Steph. We want to yes. see individual stars. And some of these guys, like Jarris Walker, like you look at his stats because he played on a awesome Houston team. It's like 11 and six, you know? So yep. it's like, it's hard to get excited for a lot of people because they're like, well, I need an individual player to get pumped up about, you know, people are too dumb to understand. Like he, he played on an awesome team, but uh, I don't even know where I'm going with that one, but I'm curious to see how he is. Cause like, he's so big. I get like a, I think like Robert Covington when I see him, just a massive person. But at the same time, like with Jarris Walker, like I can't remember. Is he, is he slow? Um, I can't remember. I don't think so. No, I think yeah. he's he's like six eight. He's like two fifty. I mean, he yeah. looks he looks like he was built in a, a computer or in a lab. I mean, and it's weird because force, but I don't think he plays with that level of physicality. 
I look at him and I I just think I I I expect him to be slow if that makes sense. I don't know if he is or not. I expect him to be slow just looking at him. Sure. Yeah. I guess I guess I'm not sure. I, I don't think he's gonna be like a, like an NBA stud. I think he's gonna be like a nice solid a nice solid piece. He's a good defender. Not a great shooter, but yeah, I don't know. I would like to see him uh, do more, but yeah. he's a beast. He'd yeah. Be a beast. Did you think it was cute that the twins went back to back? Warm my heart. Yeah, perfect. I actually do enjoy their little person. Those those guys have pretty good personalities. It seems. Yeah. Like, from some of the interviews, and they are just like they are just some some handsome young young kids. Like man, like. Talk about a, if those are the faces for your organization. Like they're good-looking kids. Uh, they seem like they got nice smiles. They got nice personalities. A little disappointed that they decided to play an overtime elite. I would have loved to see them in college. What college program would those two guys have been been good at? That's not like a that's not like a like a high level. Don't don't think of like either a blue blood or like a team that's like a typical always kicking ass. Like where would those two guys have been good? I'm rather, instead of looking at that, I'm just looking to see where they're recruited. I see, I see some SEC schools here. I see Bama, Auburn, Florida, right off the top. Everyone says Scoot Henderson would have gone to Auburn. I saw that too. That'd have been nice. Cause he was he in the G League for two years. Is that the deal? Yeah, he graduated at like 17. So basically, he would have been on the team with Kessler and Jabari, um, and those guys, right? I suppose he in, probably would have reclassified and been on that team. Wow, yeah, that team could have yeah. been something else then. Right. Or would he have been able to do that? I don't know how that works if he would have been able to reclassify because he finished high school. It really doesn't he matter because he, 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 he wouldn't have been able to shoot the ball with all, all their other guards they had that year. <laughs> That's true. They would have never let him have the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been good on this year's Auburn team. This Auburn team kind of stunk from yeah. like uh, – like they didn't have anybody. Like they had those guards who wanted to shoot, and those guys like got gun shy because they were so bad at it. It's not a good idea to want to shoot, but also not want to shoot because you're so bad at it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Where would those Hendersons have been? Like an SEC school that would have been. Uh, I'd love to see them at like uh, I don't know, like Florida State, even though that's not an SEC school. LSU playing with uh, playing for that corpse of a team. Tennessee, the slowest, just most methodical thing ever that doesn't capitalize on what they're good at, which is just transition athleticism stuff. Would have been pretty funny. Get for all the tears. Oh, is that what you think? Do you think that too? You think Tennessee would have been a good fit? Oh my gosh. Are you bringing him next weekend? Huh? Are you bringing him next weekend? Yes. Okay, perfect. All right, I, I, I think he wants us to end this. I think he does too. <laughs> We, we, we've mustered 46 minutes out of this. I think I feel like we did a good job here. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Time's so, good. uh, <laughs> we'll see you. Honestly, it'll probably be like a month from now. Uh, just everything going on. It's summertime. Biggs is a dad and stuff. His wife is never there being a mom. So he has to do all the dad stuff. Um, so yeah, we'll see you in like a month. All right. Bye.